Welcome back to the part four of our four-part barbecue series. Uh, right now, we're moving on to brisket, and I'm a little tipsy, and I'm starting to get to that point where I'm a little meat log, but I can power through this because we got the king of meats. we got brisket, one of my favorites. Uh, you know, you can slice it thin. You can slice it thick. You can slap sauce on it. You can put it on bread, or you can eat it by itself. Uh, you know, we have it all the time with my uh, my in-laws where they cook it for a long time, and we have it for uh, Rosh Hashanah or uh, Yom Kippur. So, but one of my favorite is when it's barbecued and smoked. Um, so this is Ryan Walsh's uh, version of his brisket. He's going to be turning this in at the uh, um, American Royal coming up here on October 4th. So we're going to do the big reveal. Mike's going to take some pictures, and this is the first time Jeremy and Charlie are going to be seeing it. So, gentlemen, here we go. All right, so we ran through here. Uh, looks like Ryan's got some uh, long slices and then a little bit of some burnt ends on the sides. Mm-hmm. So, first impressions. I'm going to have to say that, okay, when, when you're at a, a KCBS uh, judging table, you cannot touch the box while they're doing presentation. Mm-hmm. So, they show it to you. It's usually at a like a you know, 35 degree angle. Uh, so, I have the unfortunate ability to look over. And see that some of the shingling for the flats in the middle are not quite in line. Wow, they get that detailed. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So and when when you okay so flats uh, those are the flat pieces that we cut here and so when Ryan cut them uh, he layered them out kind of like a deck of cards yes. spread them front uh-huh. and you can see uh, particularly here in the middle is that what we're looking That's what at? We're looking at uh, there's a dip in a, a couple of them. Right, there's a dip here on the second piece, and then on the fourth piece. What he's done is he's laid out his flats in the middle. They're about, I don't know, six, six and a half inches long. And then he's put his uh, burn ends on the uh, both sides of the flats. I will wait for my score. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well, well, real quick here, what about the, what about the uh, length? Obviously, you know, you're... This is about the same size. Okay, a okay. KCBS turn-in box is a 9x9 styrofoam okay. container. Uh, it is not compartmentalized, thank you, there you go. in the middle. Uh, so you have a nice area to work with. It has some depth into it. And this is the, – the, the container we're using is not quite a clamshell, but it is a pretty close to the 9x9. Okay. What, what about the thickness of the flats here? I mean is this something – obviously we're always shooting for that, having enough meat for six judges. The, He's got more than enough here for he six. Does. The uh, rule of thumb for a piece of brisket oh. flat is a pencil thin. Pencil thin. So we're looking at an eighth of an inch. Yes. Which is a little bit bigger than what we got here. Right. I, I honestly have the same problem. I do a little bit thicker. Uh, slice. Okay. Uh, when you do a thicker slice, you think you're giving the judges a really good piece of brisket. In the realm of judging, it can it can be considered as a over uh, compensation for you have overcooked your meat. You can uh, when you pull it apart for the tenderness, it's supposed to break easily, mm-hmm. uh, but not disintegrate in your hand. When you cook it, when you slice it thicker, it means that you've overcooked your brisket. And it will break apart in your hand only because I sliced it thicker. Okay. And that may even get into the knife selection here, but we'll, we'll wait on that one. Um, Charlie? Yeah, a couple of things. You know, Jeremy, like Jeremy said, yeah, I think the kind of the unevenness of some of these slices that look like there's some dips in it. Something else I noticed is I do see, and maybe this is just the lighting, and but I do see some uh, painted, painted on strokes, it looks mm-hmm. like, from the sauce. Right. Um, so I do see that. Um, and I think also, too, that, that the, the sauce – 
I kind of see the smoke ring on the outside, but that kind of look, it's kind of hard to see the smoke ring. I see a lot of the bark on the top, but I don't necessarily see the, the smoke ring um, too. Something else, and Jeremy's pointing out here too, we do see there's, and again, I know this isn't a real competition, but I do see on on kind of the plate, the box on the outside, and on some of the lettuce, there's some um, kind of sauce drippings. And you definitely want to, like like we said earlier, if you don't give me your best, I can't give you the best score. You want to try and keep it as clean as you can, not to get sloppy with the sauce and that kind of thing. So, you know, one rule of thumb, you know, you can do is keep a paper towel around. And as you, you're going to be dripping sauce as you're plating it. But after you get everything in there and you're ready to go, um, you wipe down as much as you can of, of the of the of the box and try not to drip on on the lettuce um, as much as you can. Okay, so. Where'd my pen go? I'll find my pen here in a second as I as I write. But uh, so, Jeremy, what, what would you give it on the appearance score? I'm going to give it a six. Going to give it a six, okay? Uh, I do see a lot of moistness on it. Uh, it looks like he didn't paint sauce on it. It looks like it's au jus, which I like. Uh, the uh, burnt ends are not uniform, uh, unfortunately, and like we were saying before, the flats are stacked in uh, not quite a haphazard way. But not quite uniform. Okay, Charlie, I give it a seven. I, I, I still th- I like the uniformity of it. I like I like the presentation, the flats in the middle, and you've got the the, the burn ends on the outside. So I think symmetrically, um, I, I like how visually it looks to me. So I give it a seven. Okay. From my standpoint, uh, you know, I think it looks good. My only thing is that it looks like roast beef. You know, if I'm going for barbecue, and this is not a de- and I, this is a personal preference here, I'd like to see the smoke ring, and I'd like to yeah. see. Everything it just it looks like I mean it looks tasty and makes me want to eat it, but it, it looks like something you know I pulled it out of the slow uh, the uh, the slow roaster and it's it, you know I have some uh, roasted carrots and onions and you know right. potatoes with it and it looks really good. Right. But you, coming off of a smoker, like I think you mentioned that Jerry or Jeremy that you uh, it looked like au jus, and that's not that's not a knock against it, but it no. looks like something different. No. Is that again something? I mean, obviously, that's what I'm going to take into account. But from a judging right. standpoint, is that a criteria where I'm reaching out and bringing something in that doesn't relate to this product? No. I mean, uh, unfortunately, brisket's one of those things where it is the creme de la creme. This is where your barbecue team shows off they can really cook. When you have uh, pieces, when you have slices like this on the flat, what some teams will do is dunk their slices so there are no uh, br- uh, brush marks. Or what they'll do is they'll take they'll shingle them all out on a table and then paint the back sides okay. with a light layer of sauce and then put them in the uh, box uh, back to front so you the can see the smoke side. ring. Yeah, you can see the smoke ring. You can see the the nice bark on it. And then when you bite it uh, for taste, you, you get, will get you will get some uh, barbecue sauce. But and the far as the presentation is concerned, it is a naked piece of brilliant. Uh, brilliantly cooked. Yeah, that's that's again very sneaky. And I'll just add to that, I'll just add to that real quick is that that like you said, uh, Jeremy said that, that you, it's kind of a balancing act that you you your meat when it comes off the smoker is going to have a natural color. Yeah. What the sauce does is it, is it adds flavor and it also adds kind of a shine to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what the careful balancing act is you don't you want to add enough sauce that it gives it a flavor and it gives that kind of visually appealing shine. But you don't want to add too much that it takes away from the natural look of the meat. That's true. Um, so okay, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, taste and tenderness. So, uh, gentlemen, go ahead, uh, grab a section, and uh, Jeremy goes right for the, the middle. It gets a flat and a burn in. He went knuckle deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
did. Oh, knuckle deep. And and something else to we mentioned this I think with ribs, but again with brisket to keep in mind is make sure you which he's done he's done a great job of but make sure you cut them clean because the same That's thing true. here is if you're pulling I think there were one two three four five six so there were seven but right you know, if you pull a piece off and it's still connected to another slice. That counts as one piece, and if there's not... But he also covered himself. He has enough burn-ins burn and enough flats mm-hmm. to where okay. each judge shall have... A little bit of both. Let me ask you this. Two things happened here. Uh, one, I noticed, is that he had the, the fat down towards the bottom. Yes. And then when I picked it up, I actually broke a section off. Yeah. Okay, so um, is that going to be a knock against him, or is that going to be one of those... That's a positive. That's a plus attribute. No, that's going to be a knock against him. Okay. Okay. When you Let, well, let's start with the fat okay. down first. Is that okay? Okay, I didn't grab. You know, I'm looking at my flat, which is what a KCBS judge can do. Mm-hmm. I look at my flat. There is uh, a tapering from one end of the flat to another. Uh, from the length, it goes from almost nil to a fourth of an inch. Now, some judges like fat on their flats. Some people do not. And from experience, I know that. As a brisket, there are two muscle groups on the flat. You have a flat side, mm-hmm. and it is what uh, you slice. What most people will see as uh, slices of brisket. And then you have a point end. It's a meteor side. It's got a lot of fat in it. And it, it was basically what people use now to make burn ends. There is a fat cap that runs in between the two of those. He has not trimmed the inside of that flat. Okay. When you pull it off and it broke in half, that's a sign of overdoneness. Okay. It should not snap. I mean, it should not just fall apart in your hand. When you take it, you're supposed to gently pull apart and like that. My flat worked out really well. I got a little green on there too. <laughs> From my <laughs> that's garnish. Well, that's my part garnish. of the garnish. That, garnish that's that's part okay. of the thing. When I pulled mine apart, mm-hmm. it is pulled apart beautifully. Okay. It is completely... So, I mean, it's almost a luck of the draw. I mean, I just say, aside from that bad pull, it'd be like, oh. Which is actually a whole conversation about uh, KCBS judging in general. Uh, Luck, when, luckily, it's double blind. So if I knew it was Ryan, right. I'd be like, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And unfortunately, in the KCBS contest, what happens is uh, you get six judges who have the opportunity to judge your uh, turn-ins. Their scores are not going to be the same as the scores from the next table. You will get a variance. You could get a great variance in between one table to the next. From one judge to the next at the same table. That's what makes KCBS judging so hard and what makes people go home and then go to sleep right after. <laughs> cry themselves to sleep. Cry themselves to sleep right after a contest. They pack up their stuff and then they go home. Then shower. <laughs> yeah, 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 they true. They shower. Then. They might have an ice cream dinner. And then they go home and just pass out. Oh, yeah. Because that's a long weekend. It is a long weekend. And what's unfortunate is when you get a judge who may not know what they're doing or a judge who thinks that they know better than you do, your re- your weekend may have just been <laughs> all right. Okay, so let's let's uh, okay. Go so on. for taste, taste. <laughs> let's go on to taste. It's awesome. I like it. Number wise, what are we looking at here? Okay, I would have to say he's missing the bark. Something happened to the bark in the smoke ring. Tenderness nine. Pull apart beautifully. I'm going to have to go back on my taste. Now that I'm thinking about it. I'm going to have to give it a seven. Okay, Charlie. 
And we'll, I'll, I'll come back to you and get your critique on the taste and everything like that. But, Charlie, what do you got? Tenderness right now? Yep. I would give it a nine as well. I think it, it that just like Jeremy said, when you pull it apart, it shouldn't fall apart, and it shouldn't be, you should be able to grab it and pull it apart gently without, without a lot of pressure. And it didn't fall apart, and it wasn't too hard, so I would give it a nine. And I, I'm going to go back to what, you know, when I was picking up that piece, it may have been just how I was picking it up, but, uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I like the fat. I right. I love fat. One of my favorite meals is actually bone marrow. You scrape it up and put it on bread, which is kind of gross for some people, but I love fat. This, it's it's not dry. It's not, um, you know, when, when I pick it up, it, it's it's still got some tooth to it. You know, I, I can bite into it. I can chew it. It's nice. It's not sitting right in your mouth. No. It's, it's, you know, it feels like I'm eating meat. Yes. Not, not uh, you know, grandma's slurry. So okay, so nines on the uh, the tenderness. Yes. Uh, Charlie, what's on your taste? And then uh, we'll start back with Jeremy and give me your critique on the taste. Uh, I like the taste. Uh, it's got a little kick at the end of it. There was, <clears throat> from a judging standpoint, uh, it was okay. It, it, it was okay. Let me rephrase that. It was better than okay. It was better than average. However, this is it's it's okay. I mean. It's a little bit better than okay. As you can see, I'm waffling between okay and better than okay. I'm going to give it a seven. The reason why is there's not enough bark. There's no oomph to it. It's good, but it's not great. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. As I shove some more in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. I, I would give it um, – I'm actually uh, on the same page as Jeremy. I would give it a seven also. I, 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 there's there's a flavor there that kind of seems overpowering to me that is really kind of coming through. I don't know if it it's either paprika or maybe cumin. I don't know what's in it, but there's something that's kind of not a balance. There's something that's really you, coming through. Did you use half strap the paprika? I used the smoked paprika. Smoked, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry. It was there's and it's not it, it's it's it's. When we were talking about earlier, the balance, it, yeah, there's something, some flavor, and it's not a bad flavor, but it's just kind of over, it's more than everything else. It's not, not as balanced, but it's not, it's not too much heat, and, and it's not, it's not too hot, and it's not too sweet. I think it's, it's, you know, it's a middle of the road um, flavor that I've got coming through there, but it is distinct and kind of, kind of coming through stronger than everything else. I would have to say it's got a kind of a Worcestershire overtone to it. It's almost like you used a little bit of A1 in there. No? Okay. Oh, dirty, dirty words there, A1. We'd have to <laughs> kick you out of the building if you one. John Willingham's brisket sauce is almost A1. Uh, I, there's nothing worse. I, I grew up on a cattle farm, and I think it is sacrilege if you put <laughs> A1 on a steak. Yeah. I will track you down and jab a pin in your throat if you... And there just, lies the crux of KCBS oh, judging. If you do that to what a cow. What you like and what other people like are two different things. Yes, that's, that's true. That's true. Uh, Charlie, what, what's your score on it? Um, were we on taste? Yes. yes. Uh, I give it a seven. Seven. Uh, you know, I, generally, uh, uh, Ryan, when he does something, uh, he, he does a big, bold flavor. I, he uses a lot of pepper, and I think that I've become acclimated to that, and I really like that. Uh-huh. And I think that that's what's missing here because I, I'm judging that on uh, what he does for his ribs and everything like that. I, I really like uh, his ribs when he does this really kind of smoky and spicy, and, and so I'm judging it on that. But I, I would give it a 7. I think it's – for me, uh, it's kind of middle of the road, and now it's it's kind of got a back kind of heat it that's there, and it's carrying over, and I like that, uh, but it doesn't have a sweetness to it. And but I don't know if that mixes well with 
the brisket with the beef. You do want a balance of flavors. I mean, you are coming from... You don't want... Don't dishonor the cow. Do not dishonor the cow. <laughs> That's a, actually a really good point. When you're talking about KCBS meats, the meat should taste like what it's supposed to taste like. If you have uh, barbecue candy, that's a little too much. I mean, it's, it, it's a little too sweet. It's a little too sweet. And you're not going to hit the middle of the road. Then again, we talked about the best-selling K, you know, KC Masterpiece Clorox. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, again, that may be moving us moving into snobs. But all right. So, Ryan, to ask you the same questions that we've asked everybody else, what did you cook on? What did you cook with? What was your temperature? How long did you do it? Brief synopsis. About ten hours. Yeah. Did you cook I, a flat? <clears throat> I did both together. Okay. That's why you have the the fat in between. I, you I tried to decide. I trimmed into, you know, the inch into, but didn't trim it all. Once I split them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it took about ten hours. I wrapped it when it was at about 170 degrees. Sure. Um, took a lot less time than I thought. What kind of charcoal did you use? A good one. Malt charcoal. Sure. And then uh, what? I I did use, uh, I put Worcestershire sauce on first and then Mm. put the rub on. Yeah. I had two different rubs. One's just a bunch of stuff and then a Dalmatian rub on top of that. Okay. So you used the rub from barbecue breath? Nope. That's the one I, no, I usually use the uh, Christmas, Chris McPeaks rub. Okay. Yeah. But this one was the Wicked Good Barbecue okay. recipe. And that's Adam and Peek's book? That one's not. This no. is out of a different book. Oh, a different book. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're going to finish up here. I am now sated. I have a belly full of uh, <laughs> meats. So that's that's always good. Uh, today, we were actually drinking Free State's Oktoberfest, which is actually – it's kind of a clone of a Marzen. It, it may not be a straight Marzen, but I couldn't get a full description off of the website. But it really is. It's their Oktoberfest, and generally that is a Marzen. So Mike, Mike is going to give us a brief description of the beer because we're running long on time. So Mark – I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> I, I have had two beers out of this one. It's not as bad as the usual beer podcast where we have like six beers in sure. 30 minutes, and I'm completely – Silly. So, uh, but I do have, I have developed a speech impediment. Uh, so, Mike, Mike, would you give us a brief description of the beer that we're drinking? Free State's Oktoberfest. Uh, it's a clear with a light amber color and smooth yet complex malt character balanced with a touch of sweetness and floral hop aroma. And uh, while I have the mic, I do have some shameless, shameless self-promotion to take care of. One is that I've... Uh, since our last podcast, I've started a second podcast, which is called The Winning Side Coaches. It's a sports discussion podcast. We've so far talked about everything from the NFL season to uh, playoffs and in the MLB to English football. Hmm. So it's uh, winningsidecoaches.blogspot.com is the website for that. We have a Facebook page as well. It's on iTunes. And, uh, and also on Saturday, October 26th. 12 p.m. I will be teaching a class in citizen journalism, so you get to learn a thing or two about what Zach and I do here on the podcast. It's uh, through UMKC's uh, Community University Program, so go to uh, umkc.edu slash commu, C-O-M-M-U. Check it out. It'll be at the uh, Downtown Library, downtown Kansas City at 10th and Baltimore, and we'll be in room 310. All right. There you go. So come out and uh, hang out with Mike and learn about citizen journalism. Uh, 
pick up uh, Free State's Oktoberfest at your local uh, liquor stores, and then uh, hit one of the local uh, barbecue competitions. I think we got uh, Mission coming up here in the next week. No, Mission is over. Last weekend. Mission was last weekend. So we have uh, the American Royal coming up on October 4th, and um, you can get on the KCBS uh, website, and they have a listing of all the uh, KCBS-sanctioned uh, events. There's a number of events that are not KCBS-sanctioned, uh, but you can always go to them. So go out, check them out, have some great barbecue. I want to thank my guests, Charlie Vincent and Jeremy Slotlishman. That was very yeah, Nailed it! <laughs> there you go! <laughs> I'm only mildly stupid, um, but uh, so we, we got that. So you you can catch their uh, their award winning team, which is 18th and Swine. I know that you guys had some uh, websites that you wanted to plug as well. So tell me about those. Who should we visit? Uh, our our web we're on on Facebook. Uh, it's eight uh, Facebook dot com slash 18th and Swine 18th Ampers. I believe it's 18th Ampersand. It was 18th and Swine BBQ. I believe it's A and D. A and D, eighteenth A and D Swine BBQ, and then our website is eighteenth A and D Swine BBQ dot com. Right. Anything else I'm missing? Uh, no, that's it. We the have website is woefully outdated. Yeah, I'm the, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the blogger for that. It's the last thing on there is diabetic barbecue uh, ribs. Diabetic was, barbecue. That's a whole nother topic. That's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast. I made it for a friend who was uh, a diabetic. They're great. Well, good. We talk about barrel smokers and stuff on there, but uh, there is uh, curaholysmokes.com. I am the uh, I am one of uh, many guys who help run that. Uh, it's a great uh, barbecue contest uh, through Curay of ours. Uh, this will be our tenth year of doing it. Oh, very nice. Uh, I help run the judges with Oscar Healy. Uh, he is great. Um, there, uh, if you really want to see. How to judge barbecue boxes. You can go to barbecuecritic.com. They have a judge my box session uh, that will let you see. <laughs> that will let you yeah, see. The, the peanut gallery is laughing yeah, about let's, that. Uh, so. Let's keep it P- PG. So uh, you can go and see people's actual turn-ins for competitions. And there have uh, CBJs who are certified barbecue judges who will rate that box for you. Okay. Uh, and then there's the barbecue central show.com. Uh, they have, uh, Greg Grumpy has been running that for many, many years. They have a lot of barbecue, uh, secrets and tips. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we got some, uh, upcoming episodes here in, uh, rest of September and we have a couple more in October. I'm sorry. We took a little brief hiatus. I got a very pregnant wife upstairs. So we were taking care of that, uh, with expectations of sometime in November. So we may be on another hiatus, uh, sometime November and December, but we will have some new uh, content whenever we can. Mike will be posting some of his citizen journalism stuff. Uh, it will be either video or audio. So if you want to see him get punched in the face by a supporter of uh, our local congressman, that might be interesting. Um, but also, almost happened. So if you have any uh, suggestions for uh, upcoming topics, please let me know. So please uh, send me suggestions at my email address, which is Zach at ZachLuya.com, which is Z-A-C-H at Z-A-C-H-L-U-E-A.com. Thank you and good day.